welcome to A Life Design. My name is Tina Heisman. I help women who are struggling with the overwhelm of trying to balance everything, being a wife and mother and career woman. When they work with me, they discover how to create their own unique level of balance so that they can experience the joy and passion and success that they are looking for. Today's podcast is about how to cultivate healthy communication in marriage. But before we get married, I have, oh my gosh, you guys, I just said before we get married, that is hilarious. What I meant to say was, but before we get started, I have something for you, a free download called the ultimate guide to guilt-free self-care. It's a guide to help you take care of yourself and mind, body, and spirit so you can feel like your best self every day. Visit my website to download it, tinaheisman.com. Also, I want to let you know I have a free private group on Facebook where you can come to get positive inspiration for your life. It's called A Life Designed, and I hope you'll join us. Now let's dive in and talk about how to cultivate healthy communication in marriage. Most women I talk to think communication is the biggest problem they have in their marriage. So today I'm going to give you three of my most powerful marriage communication tips to help you get your marriage communication back on track right away. Now, these tips are not necessarily the tips about like how to have a difficult conversation with your husband or something like very serious like that. But I do have an episode on that and you can find that back in August of 2018. But for today, what we're going to focus on are tips that are going to help you set a foundation for those difficult conversations. We want to set the foundation for positive communication in your marriage. And this is the right place to start when you're trying to communicate better with your husband, because what we want to do is allow him the ability to hear you and what you're saying. And so these three tips I'm going to share with today are going to help you position yourself there. Okay. Tip number one, Communicate appreciation to your husband often. According to research by author Shanti Feldhahn, men have a deep need to feel appreciated for what they do. It's not some surface need, my friends. It's a deep need. 72% of all men say hearing thank you deeply pleases them. So think of it this way. When a woman says thank you to her husband, that's really the emotional equivalent of him saying, I love you to her. Sit with that a moment. And just think about how good it feels to hear. I love you from your husband. That's how good it feels to him to hear. Thank you from you. So this is a huge tip, but unfortunately, according to Shanti's research, only one in four men feels actively appreciated by his family and 44% feel unappreciated. Ouch. Now, I know that we all do appreciate our husbands, but maybe what we need is this little gentle reminder here to express it more often and to make sure that they hear it. And so you, of course, want to be genuine when you express it, right? I don't want you out there making things up and just pretending, but I am sure that if you look, you can find things to be grateful for. You could be grateful that he's such a great dad or that he works hard for your family, or maybe he helped you handle a toddler meltdown and you appreciated that, or maybe you just took out the trash today. And now sometimes women will push back on me and say, really, like, should I 
thank him for taking out the trash and doing other things that I expect him to do? My answer is yes, we definitely should thank them for things that we expect them to do. Because believe it or not, there are husbands out there who don't, who don't help. And so probably you don't have that guy. You married your husband because he's a good guy. And so I'm sure there's something that we can find that you can appreciate in him. When my client Dawn started doing this in her marriage, she went from barely hanging on in her marriage, not knowing if she wanted to stay, to thriving in her marriage. And I just love seeing her happy family pictures on Facebook now, knowing that she created that happiness with a few tweaks in how she was communicating with her husband and how she was showing up in her marriage. And these positive communication tips will really help you open the door. Expressing our gratitude to our husbands is a vital way to keep the doors of communication open and foster the connection in our relationship. Think of it like a primer, right? You gotta prime the pump. So tip number two, communicate your admiration often. Now, you might think I just repeated myself, but I didn't. First, we talked about appreciation, and now I want to encourage you to communicate admiration. So those are two different things. Appreciation addresses what your husband does, but admiration, even deeper, it addresses who he is. And they're both important because according to Shanti Feldhahn, the deepest worry inside every man is, do I measure up? Am I good enough? That's like the question that's on repeat in his mind. Am I good enough? Am I good enough? And unfortunately, we sometimes as women provide evidence of when they aren't doing something that meets our expectations. And so that just kind of eats away at them, right? And I know this is hard to believe, but our husbands are actually more soft and vulnerable than we realize. They can be taken down emotionally very easy, even though it might not seem like it on the outside. And so when we're communicating our admiration of our husband, positive words of affirmation are going to be your ticket. Those are going to be so powerful. And just think about it like this. We have the power to use our words to either build up or tear down our men. And we most definitely want to focus on using them to build our husbands up. When we communicate our admiration for what a great guy they are, we build them up and this opens them up to that communication that we want. And it helps them feel connected to us. And so this is one of the ways to keep that communication flowing in the, you know, kind of in the good times so that when you might come to something more difficult, you have that positive rapport of communication and he feels safe with you and he knows you're not going to tear him down. That's going to help him listen to you better. And so that's something um, that can go a long way toward helping your marriage. And I thought I would share an example with you. There was one time when before work one morning, my husband noticed that a button was missing from one of his work shirts. So he went and got the sewing kit and started sewing it back on. Like he didn't even ask for help. Like I totally thought he would ask me for help to do it. So when I noticed that, I complimented him. And, and there was actually so much on my mind at that moment. I was like, wow, here's a guy who sews on buttons, fixes broken things around the house, and even cooks meals. Like you're just a jack of all trades. And I was really serious about that compliment because he really had just fixed something that went wrong and he is an amazing cook. And so... Oof, always love when, when he cooks. And so I, I really meant it. I was really impressed. 
And I noticed the smile on my husband's face when, when I said that. And then he even kind of made a little joke himself. He was like, yeah. And I even put on business clothes and go to work every day. And it was a really fun bonding moment. And I expressed something that I truly believed and was grateful for, and he loved it. And so I think that if we can think about communication in those ways, it's going to help us connect with them and let them see that we think they're a great guy, right? I know sometimes life gets in the way and makes it not seem that way to all of us. And here's what I want to share with you about this. At the same time that conversation was going on with my husband and myself, there was a pile of his dirty clothes hanging on the end of the bed and two pairs of shoes and socks on the ground right next to the bed. Now, I just, I do not like this, right? I do not like using the bed as a hanger or a hamper or whatever else. Like I, ugh, I can't stand that. And he knows that. And there used to be fights over this, right? But now that I've learned all that I've learned about marriage and men and communication and our, their soft hearts and everything, I have learned to let that go. And so I didn't complain about that that morning because if you think about it, when when we communicate something positive to our husband and that builds them up, the opposite of that, which would be criticizing them, will equally tear them down. And then that shuts down communication, right? They just see it as like complaining and nitpicky. And so I would just definitely advise you, especially if you're trying to work on communication with your husband, that instead of voicing your complaint, ignore it for the moment and look for something that he's doing right. Especially if it's a piddly little thing like that, right? Like it's, I know it doesn't seem piddly in the moment. You feel very frustrated. It feels very real, but I can tell you from personal experience, it's really um, much better and, and you will feel better when you start practicing the other way. Because if you will reduce negative communication and add in more positive communication, you're going to notice a very positive shift in the mood and confidence in your husband. And that is going to open that door of communication even more. And I do like when the Bible gives us a little bit of inspiration. And this is like one of my favorite verses. And if you've been listening to me for any length of time, you know it. But the Apostle Paul said, finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable. If anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things and the God of peace will be with you. That's Philippians 4, 8. So think about that. Like we will feel more peace and less frustration if we will focus on all the positive things. Okay. So I had to share that with you guys. And now finally, tip number three. And this one is coming right off the heels of this. And this is to learn how to communicate desires, not complaints. I'm curious if any of you have ever heard your husband say, I can never please you. I can tell you that was a regular phrase from my husband's mouth many years ago. And that little phrase tells a very big story about how the man who is saying it is feeling. That little phrase is telling us that that man is shutting down because all he hears from his wife are complaints and criticism. And he really feels like he can never do anything right and he can never please his wife. So this comes as a shock to most women because we don't mean to be like that. We don't mean to be negative and we don't realize that it's coming off that way. But what happens is that oftentimes when a woman wants her husband to do something, she complains about it 
or phrases it as something that she does not want. And if you'll pay attention to your communication, you might catch yourself doing it. For example, if a woman is trying to get everyone ready to leave the house to go somewhere, she might say something like, hurry up, I don't wanna be late. And in her mind, she's just trying to get everybody moving and get out the door. But from her husband, this is seen negatively. It's seen as like a command or a demand or a complaint, and he might respond negatively. And so the, the solution is to say something like, you know, I would really love to make it out of the house on time today. And if you said that, your husband would see it as an opportunity to make you happy, as long as it wasn't sent, said with like disdain or like, you know, sarcasm or something like that. Like if it's really your true genuine, like, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, maybe like I'm trying to hurry up so, um, so we can get to the party on time. I really love to get the party on time because such and such is happening or whatever I need or whatever, wherever you're trying to go. So do you see the difference? Like the first way is negative and states a complaint or a demand, but the second way is just expressing an authentic desire and what you want. And it's so much more positive than voicing a complaint. And so the trick here is really just noticing that you're doing it. And the secret, so that's this a big message here in this little one, the secret to expressing our needs is telling our husband what we do want, not what we don't want. So keep that in mind. Say what you do want, not what you don't want. So let me give you an example. I had a client who didn't feel like her husband was helping her enough. I have had a million clients like this actually, but this is just one specific story. So my client felt like she was having to do everything by herself, working and cooking and cleaning and giving the kids the baths and doing the bedtime routine at night, all the things. And her husband never offered to help. He just stayed on the couch watching TV. And she was growing more and more resentful because she thought that he should offer to help. And so what she would do was make it clear that she was upset by maybe banging the dishes as she was washing them and putting them away or making passive aggressive comments about how nice it would be to be relaxing on the couch after work. And one day her husband spoke up and he said, well, maybe if you weren't so negative, someone would want to help you. And so then a negative argument followed that, of course. And that, that is the way it goes for a lot of women. I've heard this story more than once. But once you learn how to better communicate with your husband, then instead of all the negativity, you could just say, hey, I need some help. I need help. I need your help. However you want to phrase it. Saying I need help is a beautiful thing to say because it allows our husbands to step in and do something to make us happy. And here's a secret, he really does wanna make you happy, right? So I wanna help you follow along with this little process here. So like, instead of all the complaining that he's not doing anything, just simply ask for help. And then the next thing you wanna do is tell him what you're trying to accomplish instead of telling him what to do. Does that make sense? It's like, instead of ordering him around, just saying like, I'm trying to get the kids to bed by eight o'clock and the kitchen cleaned up so I can sit down and relax with you. And do you see like how then he might say, oh, well, how about if I give the kids a bath or how about if I finish the kitchen or something like that? Or maybe he might ask you what you want to do at that point. And so then you can say what you do want and not what you don't want. Don't say, well, I don't want to do the dishes. Say, I, would, I think I would be happiest giving the kids a bath or whatever your preference is, right? Do you see like how that would work. And so then the final step after you guys get all this done and you go sit down on the couch and you relax is to thank him, give him some appreciation for his help. 
that simple. Like, isn't that a much nicer cycle than the one that started with complaining? So I know it's not always going to go that perfectly, but this is a journey. Like if you'll start working on it, you will see like you guys, what I say all the time now is like, my husband couldn't do more for me. I feel so helped by him all the time. And so I, you can get there too. And many of my clients have gotten there too. And so let's see, where are we at? Back to our secret of communicating our desires or what we need instead of what we don't want. Because complaints and criticisms shut down our husband's ears and that shuts down communication, right? So that's a really um, big theme and something to work on. And you can just start by working on it with yourself, like just just generating some awareness to notice like what uh, what is actually coming out of your mouth. So I know this is all easier said than done and it definitely takes practice. But if you're willing to practice to improve the connection and intimacy in your marriage, I would love to be by your side and help you. So if you would like to know more about how coaching can help you in your marriage, reach out to me for a complimentary discovery call. We can take a look at like where you are and where you want to be and what's getting in the way. And then working with me will help you fix your marriage faster than going it alone, right? So in the meantime, remember, I have created the ultimate guide to guilt-free self-care to help you feel like your best self every day. You will find it on my website, tinaheisman.com. And don't forget to join the Life Design community on Facebook. All right. Thank you so much. And I'll see you next week.